0: Welcome to another edition of Alice McCarthy's Wrestling Daily, the new improved version, of course, because Mm -hmm. we are now a nice, succinct 25 minute show. And that's what me and Steph will try and do today through our joy and praise of a great AEW show. Uh, You know what? I got to see this lovely human being in the flesh on Monday, didn't we, Steph?
2: We did. I was still on a high from that, Alex. It was very, very awesome to see you in person for the first time in a long time. And not only that, but get to like properly hang out, have a drink together. All of it was be really, really good. And I hope that we will be seeing each other more in the near future.
0: We shall, Steph. We shall. And drinks, uh, plural, by the way. Drinks. <laughs> uh, dangerous. <laughs> dangerous it was. But nonetheless, man, I had such a great time and... Looking forward to getting into it with Steph Chase tonight. Without further ado, let's start talking AEW. Just a reminder, guys, like, subscribe, all that good stuff for Wrestling Daily. But let's kick things off with the way Grand Slam kicked off. Brian Danielson, Kenny Omega, the match we all wanted to see. Steph, for me, that absolutely lived up to the billing. And I think there's more to come.
2: Yeah, uh, one of the best TV matches I've seen in a really long time. It was an absolute dream match. They give it to us on television in a wonderful venue, wonderful setting that we've never seen wrestling in before. And I think you are right, there is more to come. It reminded me of Omega Okada, um, their first match. Like, there is obviously a long-form story that's going to be told between Daniel Bryan and Kenny Omega, Bryan Danielson, oh my God, um, that <laughs> is going to build through their matches. And this one, um, it was perfect. Uh, I don't think I can give a criticism. I think it was kind of obvious they were going to go for the 30-limit title 30-minute time limit draw, but I think that's something we all accepted that had to happen because it's Omega versus Danielson, and it was a good way to set up uh, future matches. Danielson looked different than he has in so, so long. I mean, his performances in WWE were always really good. He always, always brought it, but he felt like, american dragon as he was as he was inter- introduced you know he felt like he was giving it his all and he felt it felt like he knew how much this ma- match meant and how like glad he was to be able to have it
0: i loved it i i said this um this morning on twitter the draw to me made perfect sense like i yeah. i know i heard i heard the crowd the you know i think i But whatever whatever reaction were they going to do? Like, yeah, it's a draw. By default, default, they're going to go, boo, just because, you know, that's that's what a draw is. But um, I think someone told me this earlier. There's only been four draws, time limit draws, Mm -hmm. I believe, in AW history. So it's not overused by any stretch of the imagination. It fit for what was going on here. You could make the argument this is the best TV match I've ever seen legitimately. I could make that argument. I think um, Cena Michaels is in that discussion. Is it the Iron Man they had in the UK? Mm-hmm. That is up there. But off the top of my head, I'm hard-pressed to think of a better, you know, good 30 minutes of incredible, incredible action. The mm-hmm. Snapdragon on um, the ramp. scared Everybody like, Scary. Daniel. Yeah, um, you know, Gary. and the, the chops were being laid. It, some of Daniel Bryan's kick were laid the fucking <laughs> They were so hard. You could see yeah. the way that Omega was, like, reverberating against them. I thought both of them really brought it. I loved the Frankensteiner out of the one-winged angel. Thought that yeah. was immense. Um, yeah. You know, the, the way that Omega as well countered the running knee. Yeah. I, th- and it's, this is not criticism. It's just where I thought it was going. Because Bryan worked over the arm for the first part of the match. I was sure that we were going to get like an extended label lock at some point. Cause yeah. the only one we ever really got was Kenny and he kind of got his foot on the ropes fairly quickly. Brian never really got it in until after the match. I thought, and this is probably my WWE conditioned brain that Brian would lock it in the label lock and the <clears throat> timer would expire with Kenny, with Kenny fighting yes. to stay in it. Having said that Steph, I actually really enjoyed the fact they were just beating the crap out of each other as the timer went like as if, yeah. As if it didn't matter, as if like I hate you now, like and they were just going at it. I thought it was great.
2: I enjoyed Brian and Brian as the face, um, getting on Kenny after the bell as well. Yeah. Just like the just the anger in him like how much he wanted it, how much he actually wanted to beat Kenny. And I do think this is Kenny's best AEW match we've seen so far, because I think Kenny's criticism has been that he hasn't been the best bot machine. And I think that's because he started off basically being a tag wrestler like close to the beginning of AEW. And then he hasn't had the best title challengers because he's been telling a good title story. But this is Kenny Omega that all uh, us that watched Kenny Omega in New Japan were telling people Kenny Omega was, I think he brought that last night.
0: Uh, I just want to say here, Bubba in a conversation with Lizzie Stallion says, got myself an interview on a Monday for a job that's related to my course. So nervous. Congratulations, Bubba. Good Congratulations. luck to you, brother. Good, Good luck. luck. I'm sure you'll bring it home, brother, brother. Uh, on that note, guys, if you have any thoughts you want to share with us as John Arias says here, please do get your ultra chats in hot takes thoughts on grand slam, whatever you like, make sure you get them into us and we will get to it in this show. Uh, So keeping things moving. I thought Steph, honestly uh, not doing hyperbole or anything like that. I, I could not take my eyes off it for the 30 minutes that I watched it. Uh, There's a gap between when I take my kids to school, when I start work, there's almost exactly 30 minutes. And I was like, I'm putting it on. I was desperate to see it. Um, And honestly, I, I thought it was perfect. I, I can't think of a better way that it could go. I want to see more. I want to see, want an to hour. see more.
2: Yeah, yeah, I want to see it I, all. But... I was proper nervous when it started because the expectations are so high. And the last thing you would want is for this match to suck after everyone yeah. saying it's a dream match and Brian moving over. But it was perfect. It's absolutely perfect.
0: You know, the only thing I would like in that too is when. Um, And again, they'd already done this before With Shinsuke and AJ in New Japan And then when we got it at WrestleMania 34 Everyone was like, oh my god, this is going to be amazing On a WrestleMania stage For the WWE title, this is going to be the best (sighs) I was there in the crowd Yes, Lizzie Stallion, I was there And um, Everyone was like, ah Is that it? Like like Charlotte and Asuka Even though the finish is debatable still But even that was like much better than AJ and Shinsuke. So on this one, I had like, I had all the faith in AJ and Shinsuke. Then I had all the faith that Brian and Kenny would bring it just because Kenny is so like meticulous with how he put stuff together. And I know Brian has got like a million ideas too. Mm -hmm. I thought they couldn't not deliver, but the physicality, the story within that, a way to introduce Brian Danielson, uh, Keeping Kenny still strong as the champion, the elite shenanigans after, and the six man that we're heading to—probably, I, I I can't find a fault with it. And again, I'm I'm mm-hmm. a positive guy with my wrestling, but I will call it as I see it. I can't honestly find anything wrong with it.
2: No, neither can I. Neither can I. It, it was fantastic, and um, what a show they presented! You know, for a TV show, amazing and. Just having that match and just knowing like we're gonna have it again. And I think they're gonna to top each other each each time they're gonna to top that yeah. match.
0: I Cheap cannot wait. Time. I can't, I just can't wait to see more chapters of that match. I really can't. Um so in case you guys were wondering, yes, we loved it. Um, before moving forward here, I do want to touch on a couple of bits of news, Steph. So uh, Dynamite and Rampage, it was announced we're going to be moving from TNT to TBS in early 2002. 22, sorry, 2002. Um, but apparently now the flagship shows, uh, a variety of reporting that Dynamite will begin airing on TBS from January 5th. Uh, and it will continue in that 8pm time slot. But Rampage... Will be remaining on TNT. What do you think about that, Steph?
2: Um I don't really know. You know, I don't think I know enough about what the channels mean, like what's a better channel. I think it sounds like a good thing to have one show on each channel, does it not? Yes. Um yeah. so I think that's a positive um, as well. I think Rampage has done really good so far given the time slot um it really has and you know this this week's rampage rating has got to be i think even more interesting than, than the punk rating um but yeah i i think yeah it shows they have a good relationship with tnt and it's nice to have them one on each channel
0: i i don't want to give too much away because don't. i know i know spoilers and things of that nature for rampage um but I saw Chris Jericho, what well, he gets up to, and I recommend you I,
2: do. No, I I find that one out. I know that spoiler. and I'm not going to talk about it. But all I can say is that is exactly what I predicted. And if you don't believe me, you can ask Benno. That is exactly what I predicted would happen. When I read that spoiler, I just thought, like, I, I'm a booking genius. Tony Khan's a booking <laughs> genius. Chris, Jer- Chris Jericho a booking genius. And it's nice that we're all on the same page.
0: That's it, Steph and Tony <laughs> <Khan>. <laughs> There you go. Uh, I, anyway, I will be watching Rampage because I think it looks sick. But uh, uh, that's an interesting thing. It's a two-hour special this week. Yeah. How long before it is just two hours, Steph? Because this hour is like a blast e- at the moment.
2: That's That scares me because the, the last thing I want is AEW to go the way of WWE where it's just too much, too much content and then and it dilutes the product and it becomes not good. But their roster is so great they can fill two hours. I give it, like, let's let's go back to this in six months. Keep it an hour yeah. for, the, for the, another six months because it's still a new show. Like, let's not... Um, make a, a rash decision so early on and say, we need to be two hours. I definitely check the rating this week, but it is two hours because it's on so late is the other thing. Then you're yeah. asking those, those US fans to stay up to what, midnight to watch this show? You know, so no rash decisions. We'll talk about it again in six months. When I say and we, I, I mean me, Tony Khan and um, TNT.
0: Well, as Joey Yao says, Steph's on the payroll. Listen, this is the same woman who told me i told me she predicted eddie kingston would come out and save john moxley after the exploding death fire and i, I was watching and going like
2: she said it she said it and then i also told you the next day after the pay-per-view how eddie kingston would explain would explain, explain it, it not yeah. and i was right
0: God, i think joey knows joey knows um yeah, I, I, to me, I think the, the hour of Rampage is wildly fun right now. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying they couldn't make two hours fun, but no. I, just, I, I just love the hour right now. Uh, the other bit of news that I did want to get into is that Marty Scurll, and I mentioned him, of course, because being a former elite member, is making his return to professional wrestling. He's going to appear for CWA in San Juan, Puerto Rico, on Saturday, October 23rd at Halloween Fan fest. Uh, of course, we know that in last year's Speak It Out movement, uh, Skull had a lot of accusations against him. He had resigned with Ring of Honor at the time to be like a, well, a talent booker. and head booker. Yeah, I yeah. believe. And then uh, he went on hiatus following that, uh, and Ring of uh, Ring of Honor officially announced that they parted ways with him in January. So this seems to be his return. Not sure how it's going to be received. What do you think about this, Steph? Um, are you all for second chances? you think it's been long enough? Any thoughts?
2: Uh, well, you know, he's returning in, in Puerto Rico. Uh, so it's, you know, he's not returning to like Ring of Honor or yeah, even... says you know, something. He did try to return to New Japan strong, if you remember. And when that leaked, yeah. he was immediately had to be removed. Um, I don't think people want to see him back. Um, and I think that it's going to be very hard for an, a mainstream company, even Ring of Honor, um, to take a chance on bringing him back because of the negativity. Um, it's, it's hard to say when it comes to second chances, apologies, all this stuff. It's really hard to say because I think it's up to people that are you know, very directly affected by Marty's actions. Um, Mm -hmm. And other people that have been very directly affected to similar things that, you know, really will relate him to that. So I do not think, though, that Marty Scurll is going to come back to wrestling as he was was before. Um, I I don't think so. And I think it's still too soon to say speaking out was only a year ago. Um, Mm -hmm. We saw the reaction online when um, who was booked in Mexico by Bandito was it Travis Banks?
0: Was it this not reason? um yeah was it Travis Banks okay yeah I think
2: it was Travis Banks yeah like that like that reaction as well so getting anyone to take a chance on it is probably not not going to happen
0: I I think it, it's difficult right there's it's a long road for anyone and
2: yeah
0: in cert- I don't think it helps um so like for instance velvetine dream different situation mm-hmm. of course case yeah. by case basis but again, and he didn't get the chance originally, or he or he just didn't kind of own up and face up and you know give his side of the story, or if you have been wrong, you need to kind of own it and want to grow and you know um take steps to prove such a thing. This whole in a lot of cases, it's kind of like they people have wanted to just I don't know sweep it under the rug. um yeah. i'm I'm not speaking about skill, but I'm just saying in generally, this is a generalization thing here. I guess you have to try and make amends because you can't just expect to come back to wrestling because people are still like, but we yeah. know, you know, we remember that news, news thing and they won't forget it until it's really addressed, I guess. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there you go. That's the Marty Scurll news. Uh, let's carry on with the AEW card. And for those of you, there is still time to get your thoughts in. Give us a thumbs up, subscribe for this channel, but also get your ultra chats, WrestleTalk.com forward slash Wrestling daily, and you can have your say on proceedings too. Um, Steph, next out was CM Punk to cut a promo. Uh, you know what? When I watched this, I felt like again, he had maybe bullet points and he didn't really know where he was going at points. it was like, You know, I was pissed off, but then I smiled, but then I was, but then I was pissed off again. Uh, but then I can't stop smiling. And he kind of went around in circles till he arrived at his point and he was like, But you know, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna forget it. are right, you gonna get it? Uh, it, I felt like he closed it really well but the middle part yeah. I was like where's he go- where's he going uh what did you think of it
2: uh i thought it was good i liked him addressing the whole happy punk thing that you know he's such a happy guy now um, yeah. and why why like in character though he would be happy um i liked that i thought it was good to have him out there after that match i'll say like the structure of this show very very good to just you know we've we've had the dream match okay next you get in cm punk um I thought that was great rather than put a match like if you put MJF and Pillman in that I think the the crowd would have been going to the concessions or, or something you know to go, go down from the high. But he I really like his promos. He's known so much for his promos. He is out of practice in promos and that's maybe why he gets a little like you said, sometimes like lost in the, in the bullet points. Um, so I think he's gonna get better like as the weeks go on because this guy like not only has he hasn't he hasn't wrestled in seven years, he hasn't promoted in seven years either. And that's mm. you know like it, it's not an easy thing uh, to do. But I thought it was good. I like him being happy. Um, I, he does at some point need to get like proper angry, but I like him being happy. The other rampage spoiler I saw was to do with CM Punk, but not to do with anything that hints match. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. Yeah. What do you think of that decision? That the
0: fashion decision? <laughs> I was about to say, I don't know how I can comment and dance around it without giving away. <laughs> but-, but just
2: j- just say, do you, did you enjoy the, the decision? He made it all at all out? Or are you happy with what he did in my page?
0: I, oh, I, I like CM trunk. Can I say that? Is that? Yeah, you know. can say uh, that. I can say that. Okay, I like
2: CM trunks. Let's. let's I, go I on. liked, I liked the long, the long um gear. I really did. I really yeah. prefer. I really prefer a man in long tights. Um, I'm, <sighs> I'm, I'm, I'm sad that he gave in peer pressure. I mean come on punk don't give it to peer pressure he's, he's straight edge edge he should be used to not giving it to peer pressure mm. but the fans made him put the trunks back on and there we go put, cm trunks is back
0: i i mean i yeah i mean i liked him the way he was all out put the pins away cm punk go on do what you gotta do <laughs> um oh god we've only got like five or so minutes left to this show christ uh listen let's keep going through the card because mjf and brian pillman jr was up next and uh we would know that mjf would get the win here steph you know he counted the springboard clotheslining lining to sort of the earth tapped yeah. out brian pillman jr um but i will say this i thought it was a really good showing for brian pillman his first really spotlighted singles match and i felt like he brought his half to the table
2: I thought Pilmer was pretty good. He's not like up on the level of MJF yet, but that's fine. This has been a final like tight MJF overfeud. The only yeah. thing I was set the only thing I would say is um, Grand Slam in general didn't have any big angles or anything on it. And with such an audience, I think they maybe should have done something. So I was expecting a wardlow turn here. That didn't happen.
0: Yeah, we're still a way off. I mean, but the the frax, the, the, the the friction between them yeah. has been evident right so I don't think I think we're on the road but maybe they're saving it for a big big stage Um, moving along from that one we had Malachi Black and Cody Rhodes now the criticism here Steph of course is oh Cody's going to come back and win and you know and I still believe that Anthony Agogo should have beat Cody Rhodes but he didn't and that's kind of a criticism that's lingered around Cody ever since Mm -hmm. he didn't win here but he was protected along the way what did you think about that
2: um, yes, I would have wanted Malachi Black to win clean. Cody, I don't know where he's going with this. He's definitely a heel. The crowd will react like he's a heel. His everything he does is like he's a heel. I know he's been adamant uh, in the press that he won't turn heel, but mm-hmm. this guy is a heel. I this spot I liked the least was Brandy. Um, you know, giving the fingers to Malachi Black. thought that was yeah. really unnecessary and was like <laughs> if this if this isn't built up for the roads to be heals, then I don't know what they're thinking because I find that like bizarre. Wait till you at least does something offensive before you um, do that, Brandy, you know? Mm. Um Aaron falling off the apron was unfortunate and then very strange that it was also the spot he was meant to do, but still did the spot twice. <laughs> like they really, <laughs> should, they really should have just got like, you know, gone to that as a spot. But yeah, I think the most interesting thing about this is like where Cody goes from here. Like really, because this is, it's so heelish, all of it.
0: Mm, Brandy Rhodes with that. Uh, hey, jefe, chica energy which she laid on jade cargill that time um yeah i i don't know I, I think the roads yeah i think they are going hill um i'm just not sure how they get there or what the idea is from there um yeah. but nevertheless i'm interested to see it i i, I yeah you know, i've seen some people say cody has like go away heat. he he doesn't with me i still like watching him i just feel like they've booked themselves into a strange position with him and yeah, yeah. Who knows? Who knows where they go from here? Uh next up was FTR versus Sting and Darby Allen. Steph, when are Sting and Darby Allen gonna get a tag title shot? That's the question.
2: <laughs> no, I love Sting so much, as you know. Um this Trust was Crossbody Sting. I love him. Ah. I like I adore this man. I tweeted last night, I've been watching him for 25 years and I'm still just in awe of him. He's, he's the one, one of the few people, way more than The Undertaker, that's like that kept his mystique with me. He was amazing in this match. I, like FTR did play their part very well. Sting was amazing in this match. It was so much fun. It wasn't a five star classic, but it was fun. And he's great. I love him. He's the best dad. Uh, he's just so great. I would be uh, them tag team champions. I would make Sting world champion. I'd make Sting, just I'd, I'd hand everything over to Sting, if he asked. It's wonderful. Wonderful.
0: Hand it over to him. Yeah, hand I, I mean, over. give it all. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I love it. I mean, FTR is so great too. Like if you actually watch them, I guess, pay attention to their matches. Like they're very meticulous with, yes, you know making it tag team by design, um, yeah. making all the spots matter who's legal and who's not, and it is just a joy to watch if you love that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. and I thought they did a great job here as well. Um, but the Scorpion Deathlock for the win, man. Um, I, I mean, they're unbeaten as a team, yeah, they've got to, they've got to be heading towards the titles or at least a shot, which them and I mean, wow, them and the Young Bucks would have been cool, but now, of course, it's the Lucha Bros. I mean, Jesus Christ, I don't know if I want to subject Sting to those maniacs, but uh, nevertheless that could be what we're doing Uh, moving on to the main event, Britt Baker versus Ruby Soho Uh, so I mean uh, Soho obviously hasn't been in the company long, right? and she won the Battle Royale, so she got the shot, she hit her finisher on Baker Mm
1: -hmm. as if
0: to say, oh, here we go but then a the distraction of Rebel and Jamie Hater gave Britt Baker enough wiggle room to get the lockjaw and get the victory. Uh, again, kind of protects Ruby and keeps it moving with, you know, again, with Baker having this team around her. She should be really difficult to beat. What did you make of the overall action? What it means for Ruby? What do you think?
2: I thought it was a fine match. I thought Ruby was protected, which I enjoyed. I thought she may have won just because she, if you're gonna put the belt on anyone, it would be her off Baker. Um, mm-hmm. Only thing I'd say with the finish, uh, it was a disappointing finish. And if you were there live, you'd be like, that's fine because Chris Jericho is coming up and CM Punk's coming up and stuff. But watching mm-hmm. at home, as kind of like, oh, this is such an incredible show. And, you know, we didn't get a send, send us home happy finish it was yeah. you know but i think ruby's she's come in like i'm really strong and as much as i like her i'm even surprised like at how big reactions are to her and how much she's got over so interested to see where she goes next she definitely deserves a rematch but i don't know how you can where you can put her until that rematch happens because i would think that would be saved for a pay-per-view
0: i mean Baker's just blown past Statlander and Ruby Soho. Presumably the Thunder Roses of the world and people like that are in her immediate future um, at a big pay-per-view. That's what I would presume. Let's look at the Ultra Chats before we close things off here. We have one from Stu who says, "Uh, Why is Apollo the only wrestler Wrestling Daily Twitter account follows? Nothing wrong (laughs) with him. Just a bit random. I didn't know that. I I didn't know that. Oh, I, I don't know. I'm let me let me I'm gonna get it up right I, I know they only follow something random like seven accounts it's 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 weird um but I don't can. I don't know who needs to hear this I don't control the wrestling daily Twitter account um so uh, we follow 15 okay we are following Luke Owens sat Apollo. There you go. Uh, Pete Quinnell, Talk, myself, Louis Dangor. That should be – I should unfollow that boy. Uh, Tempest, Steph, SP3, Mod Mother Jenna, K- Kevin Patrick Egan. <laughs> That's good. Uh Ucino, very random again, but I like him. Uh, Gary Casterly and CU Communications. Wow. That's a very <laughs> strange, strange bunch. But yeah. nonetheless, there you go. I have no idea. I will ask for you. I think Abby Payne maybe does the Twitter account. I'll let you know. Um, and we have another one from Stu where he says, what do you think the viewership will be? Uh, this is about AEW Dynamite he's talking. And do you think viewers would have dropped off after the first match or stuck around? I mean, if I was a first-time viewer, I would have stuck around. I could tell you that.
2: Yeah. Um, I think they will have stuck around. Um, I think that the the viewership numbers have been so good recently that I can only predict an increase in viewership. And if you think of that amount of people viewing Dynamites that haven't had Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson on them, I think it's highly likely that people would stick around, especially as we knew that the main event was a women's title match as well. You also had a Sting match in there. Um, Yeah, they presented a solid card built around a a dream match that they you know give away at the beginning of the show but i think that they can afford to do that
0: yeah i I mean i think maybe 1.2 1.3 million i would expect at least i I mean Mm -hmm. i wouldn't be surprised if i was blown away and it was oh 1.5 but like i think for brian danielson and omega yeah i think it's going to be a decent one and i also think that will be the high point because it went half an hour you know, yeah. I don't know. I think people are going to be like, oh, and they tuned in. And, yeah, I, I see yeah. it being big. Um, Josh Bowen says, Ruby wasn't protected at all. She tapped out in her first match in AEW. Not cool. Well, I mean, it wasn't her first match, for one. First title match, sure. Uh, also, one, the locked jaw, nobody gets out of. We've learned. So I'm okay with that. And that... Submission.
2: That move is one move. I would definitely tap out of it a second. I would yeah. never want someone's hand in my mouth. Like, I could absolutely stay in the salt of the earth, I think, for a very long time. Um, or <laughs> the scorpion death Yeah, I'm just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, but the lockjaw, no. i tap immediately. Tap before she puts the hand in. Gross.
0: Mm. I think she... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I no. think... Uh, The the hater involvement and Rebel makes it slightly protected. I interpreted that way anyway, but but, uh, there you go Josh, entitled to your opinion brother, brother Uh, Anyway, thank you so much guys for joining us that is all the time we have here on Wrestling Daily this week, you know Steph and I could have waxed lyrical a lot longer, but we got you your news, we talked to you about the great show that was AEW Dynamite Grand Slam Rampage coming this Friday as well Uh, Before I sign off here, once again thanks to Steph Chase for joining me Steph, tell the fine people of Wrestling Daily where they can find you this week
2: Hey, uh, in two hours, I'll be doing a full review of AEW Dynamite Grand Slam. So if you want to talk even more about it, match by match, join me live on my channel, Stephanie Chase Wrestling. Tide yourself over by watching my new interview with Chris Jericho, which is up there. There's lots of really uh, fun stuff in there. Find out the the thing that he did that made TNT really, really mad at him. It's a surprising answer to that. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, go watch that. Uh, Yeah. Subscribe. And
0: enjoy (laughs) make sure you do guys remember the extended family here at wrestling daily please support steph chase and her youtube channel and of course her podcast sb 3 the true hill heat gang make sure you're all a part of the family like the good eggs that you are i will be back tomorrow um i believe i know who the special guest is but i'm not sure so i'll let you know (laughs) later i don't know if they've confirmed (laughs) i will let you know but until then thank you so much guys for joining us here on Wrestling Daily. Bye-bye.